0: welcome to two
1: brothers review the podcast i'm reed turley and i'm Ty turley. um feeling like uh we we it's almost like we're doing this from uh europe you are doing it from europe <laughs> oh, this is the european what a weird flex <laughs> <laughs> our podcast has gone european
0: we're we're not talking about french new wave movies
1: though we don't have the historical expertise to do that <laughs>
0: This week oh, we we're going to be talking about the Batman. Uh, before we get to that tie, do you have a favorite serial killer movie?
1: Well, it's, serial killers—it's so dark, right? Yes, I don't. I don't love serial killer. But what's yours?
0: It's tough because we—you know—it's Zodiac. I do love that movie, but I also think uh, the Silence of the Lambs is a great serial killer movie.
1: Oh, that movie is—that movie is haunting. Yeah. You recently told me that you don't like. How did you say it? The any occult? horror
0: movies with like devils and yeah demon
1: type stuff. I'm just not. I'm not into it. You don't think the Silence of the Lambs is has that aspect? No, because it's not satanic. Correct. All right. A serial killer. I don't know. Read. Nothing came to mind when I thought about it. I, I is uh, a <laughs> is um. What's the one with the prison? And Morgan Freeman—is he a serial killer? Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, he's wrongfully
0: accused for killing his wife. But I bet at least one person in that prison was a serial killer. Yeah,
1: that's that's <laughs> what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> sure, that's fine. There should be. This is making me realize there should be a comedy about a serial. So
0: I married an axe murderer. Okay. Uh, we could. I mean, I can't upp- remember. I can't remember. Opportunity.
1: Well, is, is that one an actual murderer, or is that a joke?
0: I, I don't remember either. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Just a lighthearted
1: serial killer story. That might be a good one. Uh, also, there's a lot of um, TV shows about serial killers. They're so popular. I love the
0: a Netflix show, Mindhunter. Yeah. About serial this, killers. It's so good. Isn't Dexter about a serial killer? Yeah, but he only murders other murderers, so... Yeah. Gray area.
1: (laughs) I guess. We're fascinated by murderers, but really, have you ever woken up from a dream thinking you murdered someone? No. Oh, my gosh. It's terrifying. Let's save that for uh, a therapist. I don't know if I'm
0: equipped to talk about that with you. Okay, well, I'm just saying it happened to me once or twice. I make the prompts for our pick of the week, but... I thought the Batman was just tenuously a serial killer story.
1: Yeah, because exactly. Serial killers do it out of a uh, pathology. They just are sick, right? In their head. Yeah. And, and this one in the Batman, um, the Joker is doing it politically. He's a terrorist. He's specifically striking. Well, and also, uh, I think you said Avenger. I mean, he's avenging people that he think has, he thinks has wronged the city.
0: Yeah, it's like a kind of a revenge story. I think I, the part of this movie that I felt really was successful was, was the first two-thirds, where it was more of that one person being killed at a time, the Batman and the police working through the mystery, more like a detective story hunting a killer and trying to solve the puzzles.
1: Yeah, although the puzzles were weak sauce, weren't they? There was no like good puzzles. They were kind of cheesy riddles. The villain I, is the Riddler, but... <laughs> no, but shouldn't the Riddle... I feel like the Riddle in a good movie, you would not understand it right away, and it would take 10 or 15 minutes of screen time for something. Maybe there's one Riddle at the beginning of the film that you don't even understand till the very end of the film. That's how I would write it if I was writing a film about the Riddler.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does seem like it, as soon as the Batman heard the Riddle, he, he knew the answer in the room.
1: He always knew it, He and and I think I did too. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not trying to brag here, but (laughs) like they were pretty simple (laughs) riddles.
0: Okay. But uh,
1: what do you think about like, did we need to need a Batman with another riddler? I don't understand this. We're watching the same movies over and over again, Reed. I know. I thought this one was good and
0: interesting. Like, I'm not mad that they made this movie and I would see more Robert Pattinson Batman movies for sure.
1: Okay. Well, okay. All right. What did this add? What did this add to your understanding or appreciation of the Batman ouvre? That's French. Oh. That's French for work, body of work.
0: Ty, leave some for the rest of us. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I guess I think it was a different way to tell the story where it's not his origin. It's also not him having been Batman for a long time, right? It's like he's still figuring it out. He's it i think in his journaling he's like in his second year of being the batman and i don't know i i thought it was just an interesting to just have this snapshot of his experience and not really be, uh, it just felt more like a episodic type of movie where it just told one specific story and doesn't have to be tied to a universe or other characters even though like, they could keep going
1: yeah what do you think about the fact that it took away his his moral righteousness because his dad apparently deserved to be killed. I mean, that was shocking to me that they would do that to the character.
0: Oh, I, I mean, I thought they sort of justified the dad where they said he talked to Falcone about it and then felt bad and remorseful and was going to turn himself in. And that's why Falcone had him killed.
1: Yeah, I know. But he but he, um, he did the evil thing. I mean, yes, he felt guilty about it and, and was going to come clean. But in a way, you would say, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the—I thought the appeal of Batman was the origin story meant that his parents died unjustly. He was orphaned unjustly, and he had to go through life correcting that. But the way that it was told in this movie makes it so that he actually kind of—his dad deserved it. I mean, that doesn't— Really? That doesn't—, it, doesn't, doesn't it didn't bother me. Or it didn't strike you that that was, like, very different than other versions of Batman? No. Okay. No.
0: that's was okay with me.
1: I thought it was a huge shift. I don't know if it's bad. I'm not saying it's like it just it just makes it darker and makes him like what does he do now? What does Batman do now that he knows that his dad got someone else killed, even though he didn't exactly mean to. I I mean he did mean to. He shouldn't have been he, he should have known Falcone was not someone that you go to for help. He should have known that. Yeah, I think the
0: dad comes off as a little naive, but <laughs> I think you know now the Batman moving forward uh, could re you know restart that fund could take a little more interest in the business side because it seemed like they didn't spend a lot of hit time with like the Wayne Corporation or whatever, but things weren't going so well for the business. Yeah, like where where he could he could see that there's a way to make change that's not just punching people in his suit. Like you can impact change at a larger scale.
1: Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I mean obviously he 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 can only go he can only get more engaged with the business because he was at zero. So <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. Didn't he have uh what do you think of all the scars on his back? That just
0: seems like he's not the best fighter. He's learn he's learning, he's getting beat up a bit.
1: <laughs> he he didn't get that he didn't get that wearing the suit though, right?
0: Uh, maybe the first suit he wore out didn't have As much armor. I I don't know. Now his suit's fully bulletproof, so. Yeah, that is the best scene in the film. It's so beautiful in the dark hallway, and you're just seeing the muzzle flash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great shot. Clever.
0: But also, like, his chin's not covered.
1: (laughs) But it's rock solid, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Chiseled. Okay, let's... Talk about some stuff we liked and didn't like, I guess. Wait, why? What were you going to say? What do you, well, we got an agenda here? Well, I don't know. I don't know the structure, but in the church scene when the guy's neck bomb goes off, he's pretty close to it (laughs) and has no, his, his exposed chin. There's no impact. No, no burning, no A little soot covered. Nothing.
1: Didn't even smear his mascara. If I remember correctly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he can't die. Oh my gosh, that's fair.
0: Well, okay, we haven't talked. We talked a lot about the Batman. What about some of the supporting characters? How did you feel about uh, Selina Kyle?
1: Who's that?
0: Cat Catwoman.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I thought she was great. Very compelling. You know, if you're gonna mess with the daddy issues of 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 Batman, I guess you got to put daddy issues on other people too. It did feel like a little bit of a cheap storytelling way to. Make everything connected and make her care, but thought she uh was good. I really like
0: the scene the first time she goes like into the nightclub wearing the contact lens, and it's just like the steady camera behind her as she's walking through the crowd. I thought that was a good scene. I like that
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah, one's good. I like the guy who plays the detective I don't remember his name Jeffrey Wright yeah, he's not the most exciting actor, but he's a little under. Like, understated look yeah he
0: keeps it pretty calm but i think he had a good like interaction with with that man and i don't know as good as any uh gordon detective character right like that was that's the gary oldman character from the christian bale movies
1: yeah i would say gary oldman was a little better uh, gary oldman's pretty great <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the penguin played by colin Farrell? yeah i
0: saw a uh like a Time lapse of him get, of him putting the makeup on. It's amazing
1: to because you can't you cannot tell it's him. Why why do that? Why hire Colin Farrell and then make him unrecognizable? Because he's too good looking to be the penguin. I don't know. Then hire someone else to be the penguin. That's it's just so strange to me that they did that. I thought it was pretty clever when they have him tied around his ankle so he has to waddle.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and his like his interactions with the cop where he's like what is this like bad cop, dumb cop, or like, (laughs) he's just so snarky.
1: Yeah. What, uh, you said that you liked the first two thirds.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I think it was just more interesting to me when like, you know, people are going disappearing, you're seeing the Riddler sort of interact with individuals. And then I don't know by the time it's like all of the like Riddler fans showing up to the convention or like to the arena with guns and dressed like him. And it just got kind of big and I liked that. It was a little bit more of a smaller investigation at the beginning.
1: It made very little sense that they would all, that he would have this legion of copycats. It's just very convenient that he's got this online following all of a sudden when I don't know, he's, he's this pretty secretive. I mean, hard to hard to pin down guy and then all of a sudden oh no actually he has thousands of followers or whatever that are willing to go kill themselves for him
0: yeah i, mean, I think it's a comment on that like online proud boy uh, like incel group where they just sort of find an echo chamber online and work themselves up into i don't know anger until they do something
1: but that stuff's not real though is it
0: i mean i don't think they <laughs> go with guns to <laughs> places and shoot people, but I think they there are communities like that where they talk about stuff.
1: Jeez. Alright. I don't know. I liked the I mean I thought the first scene was awesome too where he's just waiting in the in the room, right? In the background. The Jokers waiting, not moving. Oh my gosh, so good. So good. So I would say, yeah, more of that stuff. More of that kind of character based stuff that shows that the Joker thinks in a different way than most people operates in a different way than most people. That's so much more interesting than, I don't know. It feels like piggybacking onto maybe social trends or things that are fads right now.
0: Yeah. And like you see in his house, the like different versions of that rat trap that he put around the, the chief commission, the police commissioner's face, Mm -hmm. like him, him, like working on stuff and just being kind of, yeah, pretty dark. I don't know. That's nasty. Uh and then I I guess I thought Penguin and Falcone were pretty good. Like I like John Turturro. I think he's he does good at that sort of smarmy, con, you know, in control attitude.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's okay. But do you think the Batman movies always need a mix of like a supervillain and then a mafia villain? Like <laughs> the Christian the Christian Bale movies had this too
1: all the time. Well, Reed, I don't know if you know this, but the crime world is not monolithic. There's different factions always. Couldn't one movie just be about one side? Like, But then, but then you would have never had Heath Ledger's Joker shoving a pencil into a guy's eyeball. <laughs> Which is one of the scenes that in, in all movies will always <laughs> stay with me.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Ty, why are you putting saran wrap on your head? I don't understand what are you talking about? It's it's nighttime wherever Ty is. And over the course of this conversation, his room has got so dark. (laughs) (laughs) And just see his floating head in the screen. The sun went down here. I'm in Europe. All right, Ty, anything else you like or disliked about this movie?
1: I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, just that I would, I didn't love how, I mean, it's dark, right? Like the way he kills people is super dark. Yeah,
0: I guess uh, I'll just finally say, like, there's some technology like the the um, contact lens camera. But otherwise, I think it was kind of a low tech movie, right? Like his car was just something he'd worked on
1: and not as gadget heavy. Yeah, I think that's true. I don't know. His car was doesn't everyone love his car in this film? Oh, well, it's kind of fun to have like a muscle car
0: that's just souped up with some like jet engine on the back. It's pretty yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alfred was new, obviously. Yeah, he was, all, he was all right.
0: I thought they did an interesting timing thing where they make you think Batman's going to be able to get to him in time, and like he's calling the house, and then they're intercutting that with Alfred opening the package that is the bomb. But yeah, that scene had really happened like you know an hour before or something. Like it was yeah. non-linear storytelling.
1: Yeah, that was a good little trick.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's the guy that played Gollum. I can't and it's the
1: uh, and S- the Sudeikis. No, not Steve <laughs> That's Ted Lasso. I know, I know. Okay, I can't remember either right now. Me either. But
0: uh, all right, Ty. What are you going to rate the Batman
1: out of five? I'm giving it a three out of five. Okay. I feel like they put enough, like there were enough interesting elements. I would say, cinematically, the interesting shots, the art of the film was good enough. Even though I don't really love a good, even a good superhero movie, but whatever.
0: There's like kind of a ceiling for you on superhero movies. <laughs> they're never well,
1: going to get above a four. Actually, as soon as I said that, I remembered the Dark Knight trilogy, though. So, I guess that's not true. But the story, the story wasn't good enough to be a five.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to give this one a four. Like I, I do think they're going to make more in this with Robert Pattinson, and you know, I'll go see it. I think I like this better than most of the Marvel movies. So, I'm a little bit of a darker person, I guess.
1: <laughs> I prefer my villains. Alien, I guess. And incompetent. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, all right, Ty, what else do you have to recommend for our listeners that you've been
1: watching, reading, or listening to lately? Oh, man. Have you been watching the Champions League read? You know I haven't. <laughs> I I, hope, I don't know. I, I hope you have. I hope all I you have... have. hope all y'all have. Oh, amazing drama. More drama than any film we've talked about on this podcast ever.
0: Whoa! Okay, settle down.
1: So, uh, get ready for that final. It's in Paris, where I am. Are you going? No, I'm not going to go. How much would like the cheapest ticket be? Um, I haven't checked. Probably, probably 500 euros. Whoa! Okay, that makes sense. I would go. I would. I mean, it's going to be Liverpool versus uh, Real Madrid. Like, I don't love either of those teams. So,
0: Uh, all right. Well, I don't know if you've been watching as much TV lately, but it's kind of the best TV season I can remember. I love so many of the shows that are on, but uh, one that I think has been very good is Severance on Apple TV uh, with Adam Scott, directed by Ben Stiller, about workers who have no memory of their outside life when they're working, and their outside life has no knowledge of their inside life when they're
1: outside. Oh, so what you're saying is their innie doesn't know what their outie's doing? Oh, Ty's Watch
0: Severance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's an offensive term
1: (laughs) you tell me what they want to be called and I'll use the term
0: I thought the uh, finale was propulsive and engaging and you just were I was on the edge of my seat the whole time I thought it was so good
1: I haven't watched I think I've watched three episodes so I'm definitely not near the end but uh, that's interesting that you love it love it okay all right yeah very good I'll I'll keep going until it gets to the end
0: good All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I am Reed Turley.
1: Or as we like to call it, the podcast. I'm Ty Turley. Bye. Bye.